Welcome to Coach Life, leading leaders with Pastor John Pierce, the Senior Minister of C3 Powerhouse and the Executive Director of C3 Church Global. When we coach leaders effectively, we create multiplication and momentum. We want to equip and inspire you as you grow as a coach who leads leaders. Join the conversation today with Pastor John and Dan Frecker, a Melbourne East location pastor. Well, welcome everyone to our first ever episode of a brand new podcast called Coach Life, Leading Leaders with Pastor John Pierce. We're so excited to be launching this today, aren't we, Pastor John? Absolutely, Dan. It's uh, great to be back recording again. Last year, we recorded the Brilliant Disciple Makers series, uh, which is 2022, and really helping people grow in their leadership journey. This year, we're talking about coaching leaders. It's a whole other realm. And this year, we're welcoming people on YouTube as well as podcasts. So for those of you who don't know what we look like, uh, hi, great to see you on YouTube. I'm the guy wearing the Carlton cap uh, (laughs) with absolutely absolute faith that 2023 is going to be a blinder of a year. Come on. And hopefully, if you've got a shock what we look like, hopefully it's a good shock. And uh, <laughs> it's good to be uh, that you can see us as well. And yeah, come on. Let's go Carlton, Pastor John. I, I met someone on the weekend who goes for Carlton for years and he said, this is our year. So you feel, you're this feeling good about year. it. <laughs> Look, I'm a man of faith, always MDM, but we're, we're good to go. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, hey, as we lean into this, I'd love to encourage wherever you're watching this, whether you are on YouTube or Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you are, we would love for you to subscribe. We're going to be launching a new episode at the first week of every month this year. So be the first to get it. Why don't you rate it, give us some feedback and share it with a friend. But Pastor John, I want to ask, so as you said, we're building on the Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast. Can you just explain a little bit, well, who who is this podcast for? And maybe just a little bit of the difference between a leader and a coach. Okay, fantastic. So let, let's go. This is the kind of thinking. So a disciple is a fully immersed, fully devoted follower of Jesus, all right? Someone who's who's all in to follow Christ. And that's what everyone in church should be building towards. Mm. So uh, disciples don't just happen. Disciples are made. And so Jesus said, go into world, into all the world and make disciples. Yes. He said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. So disciples don't make themselves. Disciples are made by other disciples. And that's what we would call leaders. So a leader is someone who comes alongside a person in their journey and helps them uh, get closer to Christ. Yes. It helps them learn to pray, to, to read the Bible, to, to um, grow on the inside. Or so that's whether that might be a new Christians leader, that might be a a group leader, that might be a, a member of church who's just coming alongside somebody as a disciple maker. It could be someone who's leading a team of people, getting them to do tasks around mm. church, like minister to kids or minister in the worship team or greeting or all sorts of different areas in church life. And that that leader is dealing directly with disciples. Okay. Yes. So a coach is another layer down, if you like, and a coach is somebody who is actually, as the name says, coaching leaders. So helping leaders in the skill of discipleship uh, making. And, and you know, there's a whole lot of skills of leading people, but it's a different skill set and mindset to actually coach and lead leaders. And so we're going to lean into that over this uh, series of of sessions. It's going to be really helpful. And I I love that, that 
As a leader, we lead others, people. As a coach, we're leading leaders. And so uh, I thought it'd be great to start, Pastor John. So we're the first episode. You're sitting down with someone who's just become a coach or you're talking now with someone who's just become a coach. What do you think is one of the most important places to start for a coach? All right. Well, well, first of all, you know, one, I, I just think we should never forget what a privilege it is to serve Jesus and help leaders get better. Yes. And I, I recognize that that a lot of people who are listening to this, watching this are coaches mm. all right, and leaders. So it's not like you, you're always a disciple. Yeah. And if you're a coach, you're usually also involved in leading people directly. And now that you're a coach, you're also leading leaders. So, so, true. so it's not like you're like, Oh, I'm not a disciple anymore. <laughs> Being a disciple is the foundation. Yeah. <laughs> you don't graduate then, that. <laughs> no, that's right. And a lot of say, if you're coaching group leaders, you're probably leading a group yourself as well. So, so in one setting, you're a, you're a, group leader in another setting you're coaching those leaders mm. so uh, I would think this Dan I like to think of the and we use uh, the leadership pipeline and it's good at the outset to recognize that uh, our, our great friend Mac Lake who is based in the US and has been super helpful yeah, for our church absolutely. Uh, in uh, in understanding uh, the development of a leadership pipeline so anything you can listen to from Mac Lake around leadership development would be really worthwhile yeah. and so one of the things of understanding that there are layers or responsibilities of leadership. I like to think of it like this. The more responsibility you've got, the deeper you're going. Mm. So if you're a leader, you're, you're going down a level to hold up people, to yeah. kind of help disciples, and you're responsible for that group of people. When you become a coach, and in the kingdom it's the opposite. In the world when you become the next level of leadership, you're kind of climbing the ladder. Yeah. But in the kingdom of God, when you go deeper, Jesus – talked about this we're, we're serving others yeah. so the idea is i'm going deeper in my leadership to to hold up more people now instead of just affecting the 10 people in my small group mm. now i'm affecting 50 people through coaching four other leaders plus my small group so yes. i've got a greater level of influence and a greater level of responsibility mm. and so here's the dynamic dan the greater the deeper you go in your leadership journey the the more responsibility that god entrusts you with yeah. the greater the level of spiritual pressure yes. it's just there's a it's it's just a truth so I like to think of it uh, like uh, deep diving. So if you go scuba diving, if you go diving in the water, as you go down in the water, the yeah. deeper you go, <laughs> the more the atmospheric pressure increases on you. And so you're kind of it, – it literally starts to cave in. And if you go too deep, you, you can actually die because of the pressure wow. of water on you. Yes. So what you need is you need to get air in your lungs. You need to do things that's going to help you not be crushed – by the pressure, the deeper you go. And I've, I've found that the more responsibility <laughs> that God's entrusted me with, the greater the level of pressure. I don't know about you, Dan, you, you and Ebony moved to Melbourne a few years ago to yes. plant a church. You, before <laughs> that, you were youth pastors mm. and then you started a location for C3 Powerhouse. Uh, was it different in terms of pressure? Uh, yeah, I would say it absolutely was. And in one way, I was expecting it because you've taught us this principle for years. But I think um, it definitely, I found just as we said yes to the call of God. And I love that analogy you're sharing of going deeper. Uh, and so for us, that was a deeper moment. Are we, we're going to serve in a greater way. And I definitely found um, from the moment we said yes, there was immediate, a new level of pressure on my soul. Right. 
And then, yes. of course, the moving again, a new, a new level of pressure on our, our soul and in different ways. And that's what I've found is every time I take a, a step uh, deeper in my calling, uh, just as you shared, I found that level of pressure and, and, and I've found in me that comes out in different ways. And in some ways it's, it can be insecurities. So for me, sure. all of a sudden some insecurities started coming up. Oh, am yep. I going to be good enough? Am I going to be able to yep. do this? Uh, yep. you know, pressure in many different areas. It might be in our marriage and our sure. finances. And I would say, uh, in church planning, I've found deeper pressure in pretty much every area uh, of my life uh, <laughs> and in some way. Um, but I'm so glad you taught us that. Another thing you used to say is a new level, new devil. And so yeah. there's going to be a new yeah. level of spiritual warfare, right? As we lean into yes. what God has yes. for us. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that as you go deeper, you've got, you do have a spiritual pressure. It's mm. de- there's a demonic attack. There's demons who are like, okay, now you've got more influence, more responsibility. Yes. So if I can take you out, it's going to affect other people. So that, that that's spiritual. But there's also time pressure. Mm. There's also, you know, like you said, there's this confidence, there's mindsets, there's there's how we feel people feel about us. Sometimes there's more conflict involved. Yes. So there's all sorts of different pressures that come with being a coach, the pressure of expectation. And yes, the devil particularly, he will he and I look, when we became the senior pastors, every every step of leadership that I've taken has definitely put a greater squeeze mm. on me. And it's almost like what's my Achilles? Mm-hmm. The enemy will try and find it out. Is it my physical health? Do I get sick suddenly a lot? Is it financial pressure? Mm. Is it marital or relationships or children or family? Is it is it uh, temptation? Is it anxiety? Is yeah. it anger? What what's my Achilles? And he'll st- the the pressure comes on and he'll try and bring that to the to the surface so that you just like ah oh, I'm it's all too much it's yeah. too much pressure. So knowing that that's it's an enormous privilege. It's so much fun to lead. Yes. It's a wonderful thing to to impact the kingdom of God. But ultimately, as we lay our life down, we need to understand that that's real so that we can create a plan for every leader, for every coach who's yes. stepping up. I think this is such a healthy conversation, Pastor, because it's great to talk about. And I find often when we step into deeper levels of leadership, we feel very alone and there must be something wrong with me. But I love this conversation because we're saying, hey, Pastor John and I, we we all go through this together and the good news is we can win. But I'd love to ask, so how do we set ourselves up for a win with more pressure coming on as we step into deeper levels of leadership? Awesome. Well, really, that's what we're going to talk about today. And then we're going to obviously get to talking about more of the skills of mm. leadership or the mindsets of being a coach, the the time management, all the different components. But today I wanted really to start on this idea of spiritual leadership. It's, Brilliant. it's a little bit like you're on the airplane and they say, if there is a crash, put your own oxygen mask on <laughs> yes. first because you can't help anybody else uh, if you're not doing well. It's true. And that's, that's it about coaching. If you can't lead leaders uh, – unless you're leading yourself mm. well. And I like to think that leadership is really, it's an overflow of what God's doing in my life mm. that's flowing into the lives of the people that I lead. Yes. So I would think that, 
you know, I, I always talk about the big three for whether you're a new believer or you're a leader, that there's three big components. Uh, you know, I used to say when I left the house, I need to have my wallet, my phone and my keys. Uh, I'm notorious for losing something. Uh, now my wallet and my phone are the one thing and hopefully there'll be an app for my car and it can all be one thing. But it's to say, have I got those three things? And I, I, I'd like to say to every Christian and every leader, Great. the three big components of your spirituality, your spiritual walk is your your prayer life and connection with God, so prayer and worship, uh, your word life and how the Bible, how your your uh, theology and yep. your understanding of the Bible, but also that God's speaking to you regularly, and then ultimately it's your your church community, your yes. relationships, because that's part such an important part of your Christian walk. So mm. when you become a coach. You just got to go deeper in those three areas. Yeah. It's, it's kind of not that hard. Uh, well, it's, it's simple. Okay. Yes. It, it's challenging, but it's, it's simple. So you've got to deepen your prayer life to make sure that, that your prayer, you're filled with God enough, both in your spirit, in your heart, and in your mind yep. to resist the pressure. You've got to increase your word life so mm. that the word of God is alive on the inside of you. And you've got to make sure you're connected to peers and leaders who are leading and coaching you because the enemy will try and isolate you. So that's the, I'd say there's the three mm. big things for you as a spiritual leader to make sure that you stay on top of things because yep. that's what you're leading out of the overflow. Mm. I love how you shared that. It is, it's simple in a good way, and obviously we need to focus on it. But I'll never forget, I was about 18, Pastor John, at a great conference, and Pastor Phil Pringle uh, got asked the question of what's the key to longevity? And, of yes. course, everyone's expecting this big, complicated, amazing, yes. new thing answer, but I love what yes, Pastor Phil yes. shared. And I've never forgotten it, Pastor John. He said, it's my prayer life, it's my word yes. life, and my fellowship yes. church life. And there you uh, go. isn't that incredible? That uh, I love I how simple it is. In it, uh, yep. that we can all lean into this, but well, let's simple but not easy. Yes, exactly. There's a difference. Simple, but takes discipline and commitment uh, to to really push into those areas. Yes. Well, we're going to do a bit of a deep dive in all three, but let's start with our prayer life, Pastor John. And Fantastic. So, what? How do we grow or increase our prayer life? What does prayer look like uh, personally as we step into leadership roles and as a coach? Fantastic. Well, as a, as a coach, I think you you have your bottom line prayer, which is your connection with God. Mm. It's it's you know following the pathway of the Lord's Prayer, for example. So there are the components of praise and worship and thanksgiving. Uh, there's components of repenting and confessing sin, forgiving others, yeah. praying over my needs, my family, the spheres of influence that I have, um, listening and waiting on the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues mm. you know there's there's just a range of different things praying faith prayers over things breakthroughs that i want to see so that that is what we want every christian to do yes but now that you're getting a greater level of pressure and responsibility you you're you're building on that component of your prayer life yeah. but you're adding you're adding a component to really strengthen your spirit, your heart, and your mind. Yes. And so so one of the first things I do a heap of is I pray in tongues a heap. Brilliant. The, the, greater, level, the greater my level of responsibility, the more I prayed in tongues. Yeah. Uh, the Apostle Paul says, I pray in tongues more than you all. Mm. And he had greater influence and responsibility than anyone he was writing to. It's true. So it tells me that tongues is the language of leaders. Of leaders. Wow. Tongues is the, it's the secret source. Yeah. of spiritual leaders and again it's not 
uh, hard. It, well, it's not. It's simple. It's not complicated. <laughs> yeah. But I would. So I would. I would. Sometimes I'll just go. I'm going to pray in tongues this whole car trip. Wow. Or I'm going to pray in tongues uh, and just go to a room because I'm feeling jangly. I'm feeling nervous. I'm yeah. feeling the weight or pressure of things coming on me. So I'm just going to go and pray in tongues. The Bible says that he who uh, prays in tongues edifies or strengthens or so builds up good. himself. It's interesting then that when Paul wrote to Timothy, the church, the, you know, the the young leader, he, he wrote to him in the letter to Timothy 2 verse 1, and this is what he says, I urge you first of all to pray for all people. Ask God to help them, intercede on their behalf, give thanks for them. It's, wow. So Paul's writing to this young leader who's under a lot of spiritual pressure. We know that he's kind of got a bit nervous and timid. His yep. gifts have shut down. And what does he say? The first thing I want you to do is pray. That is so, so powerful. So I think before you're worrying about trying to coach people to be better leaders, yeah, pray. Yes, seek God. So, so I would say praying in tongues would be one. Yeah, uh, I would say particularly declaring scripture. So mm. you're confessing scripture. It's got a life to it. Yes. The, the word of God is alive and it's active, the Bible says. So when you get that word into you, it needs to be spoken. It needs to be declared. And yes. I've found a lot of the the attack on my world as a leader yep. is in my mindset. It's mm. in my confidence. Yeah. And so praying in tongues is great for my spirit. It strengthens my spirit. Yeah. Uh, it aligns me with God, but but if I I need to go to work on my mindset and my confidence, I need to make you know either one of two kind of statements. One is I am statements, yep, and the I the I am statements is you know I am called by God, and it's using scripture but declaring it. Yes, uh, I remember my first scripture to be a leader was uh, I've called you to be my people's lawyer, their representative before God, Brilliant. to stand on the mountain in front of God on behalf of the people. And to stand in front of the people on behalf of God. So I would speak that over and over. Or yeah. Isaiah 61, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel. Come on. And so this speaking of the word of God, with a, but personalizing it, this is, I am yeah. anointed by God. I am called to be a leader. Yeah. So that would, I think those two types of prayers, speaking in tongues and declaring who I am and also what God's doing have been really pivotal. Yeah, and I remember I'd hear this teaching for years, Pastor John, and to be honest, I'm a bit of a, many, maybe people can relate, a bit of a perfectionist, a bit of, you know, that perfectionist paralysis. And I remember it, it took me years to start doing it because I was waiting to write out the perfect scriptures and right. I'm going to go get the 30 best scriptures. But uh, one encouragement I'd share from my journey is just start with one. Don't don't wait one yeah. more day. Just go, yeah. what's one scripture that God says uh, about yes. for you? And just start with I am statement one and then yes. build on that. And that's helped me a lot. So I started with one, Pastor John. Now I'm up to about 10. Uh, I am yes. strong and courageous. I am yes. uh, this. But yeah, I just want to encourage just to, just to do it now. Don't wait. Yep. Just go with one. Great. Well, hey, one scripture has so much power in it when you Come personalize on. it. It's both over yourself, but then you're declaring over the thing, the people that you're leading as yes. well. But it usually starts with ourselves. It might be something as similar as simple where Paul says to Timothy, God hasn't given you a spirit of timidity, but one of power, yep. love, and a sound mind. You take that and you go, God has given me a spirit of love, power, Come and a on. sound mind. I am loving. I am loved. I am powerful, and I have a sound mind. And- Look, I do it most days still as a leader because of the 
extra responsibility yeah. that I've scored over time. And yeah. those two things I would say are, are really pivotal for the prayer life of a coach. Take your prayer life to a new level. Come on. I love the quote that no man is greater than their prayer life. And so our prayer life will be the lid of what God can entrust to us and we can grow that, uh, increase that. And I think that's such a powerful encouragement. Thank you, Pastor John. Well, secondly, you were talking about our word life. So we're going to increase our prayer life. We're going to yep. uh, connect with Jesus, commune with Him. Yes. But what, what does it look like to grow in our word life? Okay, so obviously the Word is is Jesus. He is the Word. And so if we want to grow with Jesus, we have to grow in His Word. Yeah, uh, That looks like, again, the, the foundational component, of, I would ask every believer to, to read the Bible daily, Brilliant. to ask the Spirit of God to highlight something in the Bible that's a, a, a quickened word, a rhema word is the Greek word. that, mm. And Jesus said, you, you, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every rhema that proceeds from the mouth of God. So if I'm not hearing from God every day, uh, just as a Christian, then yeah. I'm I'm going to start to get weak. It's like someone who doesn't have food. You're going to find you start to get weak. Yeah. But as a leader, even more so, I've got to protect my time in the Word of God. So that's, yeah. that's just daily reading as a believer. But I find so much God speaks encouragement to me as a leader, as I read the word. So, so that's good. one component. Yeah. Another is just study of the word. And so that's to do word studies yep. to just go, all right, what's God speaking to me about? Not, not even to prepare a message, but mm. what am I interested in right now? What's God speaking to me about? So I'm, I'm doing something right now, Dan, out of John chapter 15. God's been speaking to me about this year being a year of fruitfulness. Come on. And I'm, t- I'm studying and, and memorizing. So this is study and memorize yep. John 15. And where Jesus says, apart from me, you can bear no fruit. Yeah. So abide in me and let my word abide in you and you'll ask whatever you desire. It'll be given to you. So there's that, that's a meditating and a memorizing and it's, it's getting that word deep inside of me. And that's yes. along with praying in tongues, that meditation and speaking on the word that's that really strengthens uh, us and then I'd say to listen to good preaching yeah um, obviously in your church if you're a member of C3 Powerhouse you're hearing fantastic preaching <laughs> yeah of course uh, come but, on but listen to the preaching of the pastor of your church yeah and then try and get a, a couple of other leaders uh, who who really love God, love the church love people are filled with the Holy Spirit and they can they, they preach and let that preaching kind of shape your heart and stir in you. Uh, so Pastor Phil Pringle is obviously a, a favorite preacher of mine to listen yes. to. And there's so many, so many great preachers. Always make sure that the main voice, the main preaching voice you're listening to is the senior pastor of your church. Yes. Because you've got to run in alignment with that, their vision. But then add to it. Not, I, don't overdo it. I, I think like this, that we shouldn't be listening to more podcasts than the word that we're studying. Yeah. Wow. So otherwise we're just getting – I mean, it's it's great, but, uh, you know, you're going to be a leader. You've got to be able to pull gold out of the word yourself. Yes. I, I think that's brilliant. In such an age of information, we can get overloaded. But I love it when James yep. says, don't just be hearers of the word, but doers of the word. Right. And uh, what an amazing thought of not just reading the Bible for what we can give others. Because that's leadership, right, is we often are yep. pouring out of – Ourself, but I love this yes. thought. We want to pour out of the overflow. And I've been yes. convicted of this, Pastor John, of uh, I used to read the Bible a lot, but was it for that, you know, that coach huddle I'm about to run for my leaders or for that uh, right. message I'm preaching or whatever, but right. to actually fall in love with Jesus from our, for ourselves first and reading yes. the Bible for ourselves first, we find yes. it becomes an overflow. 
uh, from our own spirit, which is so powerful. Look, I'd say the best messages I've preached have actually come from things God's talked to me directly about when I wasn't trying to prepare a message. He was just, you know, the greatest preaching is the messages you preach to yourself from the word. Yes. So that's that's just a key to a, a key to becoming a great preacher for any of our listeners who want to develop the gift of preaching. Yes. Come Just on. Just dig into the word. We dig have deep. to. We have to protect that place of intimacy with Jesus. So that's yes. where everything flows from. Well, thirdly, Pastor John, we're gonna I'm gonna ask you one last question. You talked about our prayer life, our word life, and our connection. And so I just yes. love you. Please expand on this thought. What does that look like for us as coaches and leaders? Okay, so essentially coaches we we need um, obviously we're leading leaders, so and we'll talk next episode about what that looks like to right. begin to pour into the leaders that we're leading and so we'll we'll dive into that. But again, we need to have some peers who you know, I, I did a message recently, Dan, it was called We Need uh, Three Levels of Leaders. Uh, yeah. we, we need Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That's our peers yeah. who will stand with us when the fiery furnace is coming. Come we'll pray with Daniel <laughs> when he needs to interpret. So yeah. we need some some people who are at a similar level of spiritual maturity and leadership responsibility to yep. inspire and iron sharpens iron. But we also need to make sure we've got one or two leaders. Uh, now, if you're a coach, it might be a ministry director. It might be a senior pastor. It might be an associate pastor uh, but who we're asking to really speak and encourage us Mm. and and help shape us and develop us and so uh, you know just as here's a key thought with that just as if your leaders that you're leading lean into the relationship with you don't pull away from it but lean in and have faith that God's given you something for them, yes. Then you'll get that from them if you sow that same relationship with the person who who's leading you. That's so you brilliant. have faith that God's going to use them to encourage you. God's going to use them to challenge you. Yep. God's going to use them to to correct you when necessary. But there'll be this relationship and that you you push into. So mm. don't isolate. Don't don't draw away and initiate. I love this thing with Elijah and Elisha, mm. where Elijah asked for a double portion. Elisha said, "Yeah, you can have it, but you got to." go after it baby you gotta (laughs) you gotta chase it from me yeah and i would say as a coach uh you want to strengthen yourself yeah by chasing the people who lead you not not in a needy way but just uh, keeping a good strong line of communication asking great questions and asking you know letting them put courage into you yeah there's a hunger isn't there there's you can sense that hunger in elisha and we need that hunger just to, to hear Uh, and to grow. I love that. Well, uh, as we close off our first episode, Pastor John, this has been so encouraging, so helpful, but are there any final thoughts you'd like to add? Uh, look, I think uh, again, welcome to the to this podcast, to this episode of YouTube. I think for many of you, some of you, I'm sure, are already quite a way down the track as coaches. You've been doing this for years, but for those of you who are jumping in, yep. you'll, you'll find the roughest months of the first few months as you <laughs> grow into it and stretch into it. So just keep persisting. Just have a dogged determination that you're going to get through some of the, the warfare, some of the stretch, some of the pain. Don't quit. Keep pressing on and keep being a learner as you press in. So it's awesome to have you. We're going to have so much fun with Coach Life, Leading Leaders. It's going to be incredible. Well, as we land today, why don't we all just ask the Holy Spirit, what's one thing he wants us to do 
out of this podcast. It might be to, to go and to grow our prayer life. It might be to increase the Word of God in us through study, through memorizing and reading, or your connection to others and your leaders. And as he speaks, let's do it. We're going to grow yes. together. God bless you. We can't wait to see you next time for our Coach Life Leading Leaders podcast. Bless you. Thanks for joining us on today's episode, and we pray that you've been equipped and enlarged in your leadership journey. We would appreciate your feedback by leaving us a review wherever you've joined us from today. You can connect with John on Instagram at John underscore Pierce. We hope you join us again soon for our next episode of Coach Life Leading Leaders.